welcome to episode 10 of Sprathcast with me, Mark Allen, and the titular reverend of the Church of Our Lady of the Sprath, Swatham, Eli Silverman. Bless you, my son, for you have sinned. Thanks, thanks for noticing. Um, are you going to be ecclesiastical? Is that your new catchphrase? Bless you, for you have seen it. You are keeping that up, aren't you, as well? Nice to see. Bless you, son, for noticing that. Oh, it's the, t- the tenth spraff as well. We're in double figures. Absolutely deserving of that fanfare. Yes. There. Oh, I've got uh, because it's also nearly Christmas. I've got a cracker oh, here yeah? as well. See this? Oh, I just don't know if there's anything oh, in it. You shouldn't have. Oh, there is something in it as well. I d- I've had this for ages. Oh, uh, from last year. I think it might have been from Poundland. It's okay. got. Um, do you want so to describe it? Can describe it to There's, the listeners? It's pink. Yep. And it has a little bunny in a Santa hat. Yep. On it. Because rabbits, not just for Easter, they're for Christmas yeah. as well. Well, they're, they're, they're spreading out. They're trying to enlarge their portfolio yep. of, uh, of uh, festivals. Well, you know. Do you want to pull this cracker Yes, let's do it. Right, okay. Ready? Okay, go. Oh, yeah, I win! Oh, that's a prize. Yeah. Oh, what magnificent. So, what is in here? Oh, it's a hat and it's a joke. And, uh, well, I suppose as you are the titular reverend, you should wear the hat. Okay. Right, so, um, yeah, we'll, we should take a photo of this, really, shouldn't we? Let yeah. me take a photo of this that we can stick on. Oh, you are looking fine, Eli. I know, man. Um, right, Eli. Gorgonzola. Got it, right. Okay, so that is going to go on the Facebook group. If you haven't already joined the Facebook group, by the way, and now I, I think it's highly likely that you haven't because we've only got 17 Facebook fans, join in. See a picture of Eli wearing a ludicrous hat. Um, down to business. What else is in there? In there, you get some stickers. Of, Are they rabbits? Of the rabbits. They're monopolising... Well, it, it, They're monopolising the centre of crackers. It's a theme, though, isn't it? It's a theme. Okay. Yes, there's uh, rabbits in hats. And, oh, that's nice. There's a rabbit with earmuffs on. Yeah? Because <laughs> they got big ears, so they need the muffin. And then the joke. The cracker joke. Ready? What do hedgehogs have for lunch? Milk with bread in it. This isn't a quiz, it's a joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, milk yeah, with okay. bread in it is usually what... They what, do. But, but <clears throat> what do hedgehogs have for lunch? I don't know, Mark. What do hedgehogs have for lunch? Prickle onions. Weak. Oh. Weak. Well, it's a cracker joke, Weak. isn't it? Well, yeah, that is true. You know. well, what would be a better punchline? Okay. Prickly pears? Spine apples. Nice. Mm. High five. No, really? It's not really worth it. No. Anyway... <laughs> Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! That's it, so the 10th Spraff, that's quite remarkable. We've done 10 this year. Been, and there's been ups, there's been downs, there's been good times, there's been bad times. We're through it. We're still we're, there. We're still here. And we're still smiling. We're spraffing. It's good. Spraff, 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 Spraffcast. Spraff, 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 Spraffcast. Spraff, 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 Spraffcast. Spraff, 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 Spraffcast. Spraff, oh, sorry. Um, we've had a complaint, Your Reverend. Who has complained? <laughs> um, Who dares complained in the house of Spraff? So, well, if I tell you that it was sent to our uh, Spraffcast Google Mail account, who do you think? There's only one person who ever, ever emails us there. No, it is the Spraff denier, Pap Filter, Daddy Pap. It's his Adam, yes. Yes, um, Adam. Big Daddy, that is what I say of my son. Yeah, Adam, who who usually writes in with very kind of um, positive stories for us to discuss. And, um, well, what's he said? What's the complaint? Well, what he said is the email is simply entitled, Cheer Up. Uh, and it says, Have to say, the last Spraffcast came off as a wee bit whingy. 
Um, Whingy. Yeah. There's a lot out there to be happy about. Tell me something good about the world that makes you laugh. There we go. Come what does he think this is? Fucking Penny Lane? I mean, Penny, what's it called? What? Whingy? Penny Lane? Cheer up. Well, to be fair, I, he's got a bit of a point. I did listen to The Last Breath, and it was a bit... It wasn't It wasn't whingy. I would disagree with the whinginess of it, but it was a bit angry. It was angry. It was a bit... I, it was very yeah. vitriolic towards all and sundry. Righteous fury. Listen, you know, I, I, I blame it on SAD. But seriously angry disorder that comes around this time of year. I think that, that did affect my outlook, certainly. I mean, yours has never really wavered above bleak as it is. But um, you, I think I was dragged down a little bit. And so I think he's got a point, you know? What is he? Is he massively overweight or something? He's a jolly fellow. He likes jolliness or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He doesn't say in the email. You can't really pick it up. People with deep personal sadness that want other people to cheer up. They just can't take it. <laughs> the veil, the veil of surface happiness being torn asunder by people who speak the truth, my son. There are no typos in his email to suggest he's got fat fingers. So I don't know where you got that, the, the fatness from. Yeah, well, either that or he's balding or something. You know, there's some some kind of problem. You reckon he's got there. issues? Well, I... All right. Well, I'll be... Idea. No, but I'll tell you... Here's an on. idea. Because he's been emailing a few times now, and he's, he's often given... He steers in the right direction a few times. We uh, we talked about naval fluff and the science of naval fluff. Yeah, that's right. We lightweight. talked about... Um, what else did we talk about? There was the guy. How is this upbeat? The guy whose brother was growing out of his belly button for several years. Oh yeah, that's that's no, nice. that was upbeat. He was quite. He was he was called Gavin, and oh, he called the twin little Gav, didn't he? Uh, he, he ate it, didn't he? No, he, he was didn't like a piece eat of beef jerky no, or no, something. No, he didn't. That's snack. my brother. He didn't snack on his twin. What I'm saying is though, um, is that Adam has steers in fruitful directions when it comes to uh, to discussing the world, yeah. and I think let's get him in. Yeah. Let's, get, well, let's get him in. I don't know where he lives. Hopefully he'll, he lives in London. We'll find out. All right. We'll get um, him in here. And I'll, I'll, I'll have we'll, something to say. All right. We'll have a little debriefing, obviously. What do you mean? In, in, in debriefing? Just leave him with me for about No, I'm not having you bring him down. I think I'm going to bring him down. You will. I, I'm going to... Okay, this is, um, this is an invitation to Adam. We want you to come in because you are essentially a PAP filter. You filter out the PAP from around the world and send it to us. Come in. Bring it in in person. Why not? And um, Daddy Pap, can we call him that? No, Papa Filter. Papa Filter. Papa Filter. Or in brackets, the Big Daddy of Pap. He's getting a longer title than you. What's this? He's, he's you're building on his part now as well. Well, look, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, let's bring hopefully him he'll bring some levity. And we'll joy. have a little. He can be a feature, and let's let's see if he can uh, can live up to it. Uh, yeah, I'm looking really looking. I'm looking forward to it. Here's another little musical beer. Just wasting a bit of time, I suppose. Spaff at some point. Lovely. So Adam, you want a you want a light-hearted story from uh, from the Spraff cast? I've well, got one for you. This is this is something that happened to me. Eli, you were with me. Um, I was on a night bus uh, about three weeks ago, yes. and I found an iPhone on the night bus. Uh, now, bearing in mind, I really want an iPhone. I, I I've wanted one for ages. Um, and I found it, and, and I was torn, I'll be yes, honest. I could I see torn. immediately, as soon as you showed it to me, I could see the emotion playing across your face, like a, a, an organ. That sadness, you knew you were going to sadness because I knew that I would, I would have to return it yes. to its owner. Someone's going to ring it. I was fully aware that someone would ring yeah. their iPhone, and I'd go, yeah, I've got your phone, I'll give it you back. And I'd be a bit like, oh, it's a bit disappointing, but fine. Yeah, you're doing and, the right thing. Yeah, so I got the iPhone, and I, I went home, I went to sleep, 
and the next day I woke up, no missed calls on it, no one had called it, and it just said no service. They'd cancelled the network on this phone. Uh, so they'd like not even tried to phone it, they'd just gone, oh, well, someone's nicked it, obviously, so that's that. Oh, did, and, they, did the scruple... Well, no, because at that point I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. I've taken it back. Oh. I was perfectly willing to hand it back. But no one's but contacted they haven't. They, they've cancelled the network, so they've already given up on it. I now have an iPhone. And then Tamsin was the voice of my conscience. You know, she's yes. got a little Jiminy Cricket in my head. Uh, and she just asked a very simple question. Very simple. She just said, have you done everything you can to return that phone to its owner? You've done nothing. No, I'd done nothing. Yeah, so you had I, I, you I basically had not answered a phone that wasn't ringing. Yeah, so you hadn't done thing one. No, it was passive. If anything... You'd done minus thing one. I've not done everything, so I, I, I just thought, I've got to do it. Yeah, she's absolutely right, you know. So I researched online, I had a look online, and I worked out that if you can phone O2 with the SIM card, they will track the owner, and that's what I did. So, um... He passed on my number to the person that owned it, who then phoned me and was really grateful, which is nice, you know, it made me feel really good. She went, uh, you've restored my faith in humanity. It's like, yeah. oh, that's, that's pretty cool. So um, I said, well, you know, it's I'm pretty major, in. you know. Yeah, it is. Because she'd lost her faith in humanity. Yeah, I mean, know. we didn't really dwell on that. Maybe I should have... Uh, was that a traumatic experience in a nunnery or something? Possibly. I, or, I didn't or some really, kind of... Maybe I should have asked Was her. she a war journalist or something? Yeah. I mean, I could probably still get in touch with her. You ask via, her she's a via her iPhone uh, SIM card number. I mean, who loses their faith in humanity? I know. Losing your iPhone is careless. Losing your faith in humanity is just tragic. Yeah. So uh, I, I said, well, I'm going to be at home, so come around and pick it up. And she went, oh, all right. Well, I don't quite know what she was expecting, but that's fine. And, yeah. um, and so I got back that night and I was walking back from the tube and I just called her and said, oh, I'm just walking home now, so if you want to come over... And she went, oh, I'm just uh, just over the road. I can see you now. And I turned around and I saw this girl and she'd bought this big burly man with her. What, like a bodyguard? Yeah, basically like for protection. Did he have a big black bomber jacket on and like a signet ring and... Uh... No, it wasn't and the gold teeth. No, it wasn't that overtly menacing. Did he take but... you aside and say, now listen, son. Listen. We Keep know your hands by that. your sides. Yeah. No groping. Put, put the phone on the ground and yeah. walk away from it. No groping the missus. Yeah, it was. Don't look at her hair. She doesn't like you looking at her hair. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I just, I don't know. I just felt a little bit disappointed that she felt the need to bring someone with her as if somehow me having her phone was a trap. It's quite a complicated trap. It, what, it would be quite a complicated trap. Basically following her around until, until she... she left her phone. I mean, I could have been following her around for years. Yeah. Years waiting for that to happen. Eventually, she dropped the house. Thank God, I've got her. Yeah, she's in my clutches now. All I need now is for her to come around to my house. But so, without know, the the body, without guard. the body, while well, she she was a step ahead of me. Because yeah. I think I probably would have raped her. <laughs> yeah, probably. Were you feeling a bit raped well, that day? Yeah, you know. Well, that's exactly why you know people should uh, watch right. out. You know. No, I, I people yeah, like it's you. It's wrong of me to have felt a little bit disappointed. Did you feel jealous? No, I just felt. Did you, a were you bit... expecting love to blossom? No, I just thought it was like I'm being nice and and yeah. altruistic, and I'd like to think that she saw that yeah. it was just an act of altruism, and that, that yeah. I'm obviously an all right person. Well, do you know so what? She, she's perfectly safe. But even then, even when someone's found a phone and has returned it to her and, and actually yeah. actively gone out of the way to contact nice. her as something nice, they've still thought, well, he could still be a rapist. Yeah, but do you know what? Do you know what it proves? What? That she was lying about it, restoring her faith in humanity. Absolutely. She obviously hadn't restored her faith no, in humanity. No, she was still suspicious. Yeah. You know the worst part of this whole thing? What? When I gave her the phone, she went, oh, don't get an iPhone, by the way, they're shit. 
She didn't even, she didn't want, even it. want the phone. She oh. oh if I'd have kept it, that would have been doing her a favour. She would yeah. It would have been a plus for her. She hadn't had to call up the security the people. Heavies, who she probably now owes a favour to. Yeah. You don't want to be indebted to that She's kind of thing. She's probably going to have to, you know, do some phone sex work or something for them in one of their, their factories. So next time I find an iPhone, I'm not going to bother. No, don't bother. No. Oh. That's it. I'm just going to keep it. Sprout. 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 You had an experience on a bus, which is still one of my favourite stories of yours. Yeah, there was that time when I'd had a bit too much to drink. It was that an office Christmas party, actually? Oh, that's convenient, because yeah, the, the, uh, the poetry smackdown is going to be featuring a... So, basically, uh, I went to the wrong party, but I was so belligerent to the door guy. I was so convinced in myself yeah. that it was the right party that I actually got past you got that, in. That's that seven brilliant. people. That's beautiful. I was just like, no, you're going to have Seven people. There they were seven big bouncers. Yeah. There were big bouncers. I was like, no, check the list again. No, I'm sorry. This is, I've been working here for seven months. This is my company. Check the company again. And they just, after a while, just thought, just stick the cunt down there. You know, yeah. just yeah. put it, just get Well, they probably face. thought there's seven of us and he's yeah. quite small. If yeah. he steps out of line, we will just squash yeah, him. Yeah, I was, like I was being polite. Quad. I was just being... Uh, Persistent. Okay. So I get in underneath the Trucadero. So yeah. there was at least three different areas down there with different office parties going on. And you went to the swanky one. The swanky one where they had ice luges. Oh, did you get involved in an ice luge? And no one said, what the hell are you doing here? No. Because you are fairly distinctive. Someone would recognise you. Well, I was in one of my less trampy modes, I think. Okay, what, you were wearing shoes? Yeah. And then uh, I had some uh, vodka ice luge. And uh, all the drinks were obviously free, and I just got horrendous. It was horrendous. <laughs> and then I said goodbye to my friend. He was taking a different bus to South London, and uh, I walked away. And uh, just in that quiet moment, that is when the cardinal descended. Can you explain the cardinal for the people that don't know what you're talking about? Cardinal von Chunder. Cardinal von Chunder does. Descend. He descends swiftly as well. Basically, he's, he's I'd a, had my fun. Elusive fellow most of the time, but when he's called, he is there like a shot. I'd had my fun, and it was time to pay the fiddler. The fiddler came with the cardinal. They you were, paid they, your tithes. They came on a winged chariot. Yeah. And the fiddler was playing that tune. And what the tune? cardinal, the, you're going to puke now tune. Goes <laughs> <laughs> like that. So I did chunder. I was waiting for the bus. And I was so drunk that I actually lay down on the pavement. That is that's a beautiful, beautiful image was, of you, was, you in know, your shoes, yeah. in your splendour, lying in a puddle. I was zoning in and out. <laughs> was it raining? It started to rain Yeah. about ten minutes later, and some kind soul standing next to me kind of nudged me with his foot and went, mate, it's raining. So did he offer you an umbrella? No, or? he just told me. All right, just As if I case... might want to get up because it was raining. Right, he was, was concerned for you then. Yeah. So I had one mission. I was zoning in and out. I was falling asleep. Just when my bus gets there, the 31 or whatever it was, I just knew that number. And as soon as I saw that number, I knew I had to get up. I had to summon from somewhere some kind of sober... Yeah. Soberness. Some and, semblance of respectability yeah, so that bus. you can at least get on the bus and then get home. It was a struggle. So the bus eventually arrived and it was like, whoa, okay, I have to do this. So getting up was a struggle. Yeah. yeah. I stumble to the bus. I get on and I... Say to him, I'm, I'm going to ask for my ticket. So I go, one for Kilburn. But right. I can't finish saying Kilburn before I involuntarily spew into, against the, <laughs> the perspex oh, and it no. all dribbles down and fills up the little change <laughs> tray. So it's one to Kilburn. 
in so, the change tray. Yeah, it, it's basically I've put oh, it in his face. God. It's in the change tray. It's getting in it there. Was your money in the change tray as well? No, I hadn't given him my money. Oh, money yet. that's. And so immediately he's like, get off the fucking bus, get off the fucking yeah, bus. He gets his like tissue that, out, man. he gets his tissue and he starts sort of moving uh, the vom around yeah, in the well, change he tray. He's trying, he doesn't know what to do with Going it. Going around just, the corner, you know, he's going to spill onto he's just his pushing lap. That's it he He's needs. just pushing it back and forth oh. like, a, like a petulant child who doesn't want to eat his liver. You know oh, what I mean? God. He's just pushing it around. Get off the fucking bus, get off the fucking bus. I just like, no, mate, I cannot. I know that's bad, but I cannot get off the bus. I'm, you know, I'm fucked if I don't. You were, this you were refusing to, I get, refused off to get off the really? bus. Really, yeah. you are aware he was entirely in the right. Yeah, he was in the right, and so eventually I, I pay him, and uh, just to add insult to injury, I accuse him of shortchanging me. So oh I no, his, were you serious? Uh, yeah, I can't believe you did that, man. He's like, what? So he's like, <laughs> get off the fucking. How all right, you, all right. How did I, you accuse him? I went, I gave you a fiver. I'm sure I gave you a fiver. I gave you a fiver. You sure, mate? I'm sure I gave you a fiver. I gave you a fiver. I'm sure I gave you a fiver. He's like, no, no, no. Oh. And so I sort of accepted it, you know. Did you give him a fiver? No, I I was entirely in the wrong. I'd vomited into his change drawer, refused to get off. You know, he was very tolerant. And accused him of theft. I I would have been in jail these days, but this was back before, you know. What, the 1950s or something? No, it was when you used to ask for like a ticket to a place on a bus. You remember that? Yes. So it was it was a while ago, and he, I mean, he was a very tolerant man. And he let you on the bus? Yes. So I went upstairs, lay down at the back, continued to vomit. Oh, uh, on the bus? Yes. It's you. You're the kind of person. I always think, who, who, what kind of person would I, do this? I didn't choose to. I know, but... And then I was, I was scared that I was going to fall asleep and miss my stop. So I kind of asked the random stranger in front of me. To, uh, Who you were being sick on? No, he, I was on a different seat, but he knew I was in a bad way. You know, I was yeah. getting that when you go. Oh, really? The dribbles rattling. What were you being sick and nothing was coming out? Well, it, it was like, like you know, that, yeah, or a thin bit of mucusy line of green bile. Nice, yeah. yeah. A little bit of your intestine comes out. You have to pop it back in again. Yeah. In case it... So it was like that. So I was begged this guy, please tell me when it's Kilburn. So he does. He goes, dude, it's Kilburn. I was like, oh, thanks so much, mate. And he just went, just remember, dude, a Canadian helped you. Wow. He had proper civic pride. You did. You, he did. And, and you have remembered. Yes. What a nice Canadian. Yes. So what a lovely that's, man. That story. So that's your vomiting the change yeah. story. Has some anonymous stranger got right up your nose lately? Why not let them know? With lonely hates. Right, we've got a lonely hates for you, Eli. I've got a lonely hates now. This isn't a person. This is an entire company. Oh, yeah. So I think I'm ready to uh, to give you my lonely hate. Please, please. You, buydomains.com. You knew that I wanted a domain name from you. Um, you also knew that you had no use for this domain name. You just wanted to hold on to it until someone such as myself contacted you and decided that they'd like to purchase it. And uh, then, at that point, you decide to quote $3,188 for me to buy a domain that costs a mere fraction of that cost. And then, when I go back to you and say you can't afford it, you continually pester me with emails saying, Do you want to buy this domain? No, I don't want to buy this fucking domain at the grossly inflated price that you are willing to charge, you absolute bandits. Drink sometime? <clears throat> that, that sounds... Uh... 
That, that was a, traumatic. That was an episode, man. That really got to me. I, I, I've got um, my new my new comedy show is going to be called Slow Coach or The Slow Coach, and I've decided to see if I could get SlowCoach.com, and they they genuinely said you can buy it for three thousand one hundred and eighty eight dollars. Um, and so I responded when they got that, sent that email to me. I responded. I've actually printed off the email just so uh, so you know how the transaction went. Read it, my son. Yeah, thank you. Uh, a lady from, called Maureen from bydomains.com. Already I'm uh, distrustful. This is what I responded when she quoted $3,188. Hi Maureen. With respect, that is a ludicrous amount of money to ask someone to pay for a domain that, as you know, will have cost bydomains.com a tiny fraction of that cost. I'm aware that you're just doing a job here, but I think it's shocking that mercenary companies such as the one you work for are unscrupulously buying up domain names for no other reason than to sell them on at a profit when someone actually needs it. You are essentially the ticket touts of the internet world, and I don't much care for them either. I know we all have to find some kind of niche in the capitalist food chain, Maureen, but companies such as buydomains.com are nothing but bottom feeders. Thanks for your time, but I'll pass on the domain. It really isn't as important as you think it is. Now, um, I'm not proud of that response. That it was possibly a bit more vitriolic than it should have been. That's shirty level 10. It is, it is right up it's to the ver- mat. It's verging right into narky. The fact I say it really isn't as important as you think it is, is completely belied by the two paragraphs that precede yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah. It clearly is quite yeah. important to me, otherwise I wouldn't get so het up about it. However, I got a response from Maureen to oh, this. So you wanted a date? I admire her... <laughs> She, no, she told that you, would have been a turn up, wouldn't she it? She asked what you were wearing? No, no. The response simply said, Did you want to put in an offer for slowcoach.com? Did you want me to try to find you a more reasonably priced domain? What was your budget range? We're not the only ones in this marketplace. Go and check dnjournal.com to see all the bottom feeders, inverted commas, oh, out there. She definitely wants it. She wants Domains? It. What, you think it's a sexual comma? It's hot sex on fire. What, she's doing a play on word on bottom feeders? Yeah. She thinks by repeating that... She wants that, you she's... to feed on her bottom. No, I don't. I just want a domain name. That's all I wanted from this transaction, and it's spiralled out of control. So, obviously, I'm already riled. That hasn't... You're hot, you're really, hard. That hasn't... There's nothing sexual about this. I There's don't know where you to get me, this. there is, my son. Oh, my cassock is tenting. <laughs> well, for me, and, and I, I'm guessing for Maury, this wasn't a sexual transaction. Huh? It's more of an ideological uh, tussle. So my response to that. Thanks for getting back to me, Maureen. I'm fully aware that bydomains.com are not the only ones in the marketplace, but please don't consider an abundance of companies such as yours to be evidence of the nobility of your profession. As I understand it, there's also an abundance of people willing to deal drugs to children. <laughs> Possibly got a little yeah. bit too far yeah, on the comparison. The equivalent is, is strained. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I said, I had to pass on putting in an offer for slowcoach.com because what I can afford is pitiful compared to what you're asking. I'm off to register unscrupulousbottomfeeders.com before someone else does. Best wishes, Mark. Yeah, there you we told go. her. The best possible response for this, you know. If there's an auto response going, Maureen has decided that selling domain names at vastly inflated prices is a morally bankrupt profession, and uh, she's decided to be a farmer instead. Then we all win. So I want to tell you about um, an activity that I've, uh, I did um, for the first time ever recently. It was, uh, it was Tamsin's birthday, my wife's birthday. And so I decided, as a, as a bit of a birthday treat, she likes a bit of random activities. And so I found the most random activity I could. Um, we went roller skiing. Have you ever heard of roller skiing? You're on 
skis that have wheels on. Yeah, basically, you, you could have guessed that, and indeed, you have guessed that. It's essentially like cross-country skiing. You know, like flats, cross-country uh, skiing, where you have poles and you... This do, is getting more exciting by the second. Yeah, but it was in Hyde Park, on concrete, which, to me, sounds quite fun. Yeah. You know, that would be good. If there's just a load of people on skis, on wheels, basically just messing around, that sounds quite a good laugh. Yeah. So we went along. We were the only novices there. Everyone else was in training for, like, cross-country skiing. Just me and Tamsin they were there as the novices. And I think the guy that, that was taking the lesson slightly resented the fact that we were so clueless because he had to basically well, stay you're paying with us. Him, aren't you? Yeah, we did. It's another, That's it. it's another ungrateful sod. Yeah, exactly. We, we paid him good money to teach novices to not fall over. And that's essentially what it was. He had to teach us from scratch. And he'd go, well, basically, you've got to do this. And then he'd just skate off. He'd just fuck off. Um, right, this is how you do it. All oh, right, thanks for the advice. And then me and Tamsin just kind of trying to keep up. In a... Have you ever seen Last of the Summer Wine? I know of it. Yeah, you know the bits where they always seem to go down steep hills. Like on... in a bathtub. Yeah, but there's various wheeled vehicles. Um, but the one thing that is common in every one of those episodes is the panicked expression on the pensioners' faces as their arms flail around and they're out of control. That was exactly the expression and the out-of-control demeanour that me and Tamsin both had as we were trying to keep upright on these roller skis. Uh, <laughs> and it really got to me because I don't like looking a dick in public. You know, you? me and Tamsin were drawing a lot of attention because it's Hyde Park. There's a lot of people yeah. in Hyde Park. Now, Tamsin is absolutely fine with that kind of thing. She's not bothered at all. She's happily make a fool of herself and not worry about it. But, you know, I, I, I'm constantly aware of people looking at me. One guy, as I was just flailing around, got a camcorder out, an actual camcorder, and stood there following me. And it's like... Really? I'm going to be on you being framed. Yeah. I swear. And he's getting £250 out of my pain. Um, so roller skiing, not, nah. not as fun as it looks. Nah. I t- what I might do... You want downhill roller I'll skiing? I'll tell you what, though. If you if you want to see people in the predicament that I was in, go down to Hyde Park at 11.30 on a Saturday morning and you will see those people there. And they'll all be coordinated, apart from a couple of other chancers who, who have mistakenly thought it might be a bit of fun and a bit of a novice activity. It's not. It's for professionals and show-offs. I, I, I keep having the electric people coming around to read my meter. Like, I don't think they believe. I mean, that's kind of worrying, isn't it? When people keep coming and looking in again, oh... You know, like, have a look at this, Kevin. I've never seen one this high. I haven't had a bill yet. But the electric guy was a bit overly familiar. He saw the staircase in our house. Now, as you know, we've got a spiral staircase. and um, It's lovely. Lovely one, too. And he looked at me. Yeah, thanks. thanks. That's okay. So he took one look at the spiral staircase. He went, oh, you've got a spiral staircase. That uh, that reminds me of... uh... Oh, no, don't, don't worry about it. Oh. Now, yeah, exactly. Enigmatic. What does that mean? What reminds you of what? So... Obviously, it's probably I mean, like, oh, well, that reminds me of those pensioners I, I slaughtered just now. Yeah, it could have been that. I should probably not have pushed him on it. Yeah. And I went, no, what? What, uh, what? what does it remind you of? He went, nah, nah, it doesn't matter. No, don't worry about it. Now I'm, I'm intrigued yeah. because he was being a bit cagey. So I, I, I went, no, come on, come on. What does it remind you of? He went, well, reminds me of a porn film. It reminds me of a porn film. It's like, well, I... Probably rather you hadn't yeah. mentioned that now. Now every time I use them stairs, I'm going to get this image of some electric man 
That would explain why he keeps coming back, doesn't it? Yeah. He keeps coming back hoping that there's a saucy lady in. Yeah. And, and you're, uh, you're oh, well, you've got the stairs for it. You've yeah. obviously got to have the slack vagina as well. <laughs> 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 he probably well, thinks you he's might... got... <laughs> it's not. Thinks... He's got... He's misread me. It's not a porn staircase at all. It's just... It just opens up the room. That's what it's for. He probably thinks you press a little button and this big bestiality harness comes down. But these are stairs. You imagine he goes upstairs every day of his life going, fucking hell, this reminds me of oh, all. <laughs> he he has oh, a problem. I would have taken the elevator, but oh, that yeah. gives me the fucking horn as well. He probably Christ. has a, a leaky problem whilst walking upstairs. Oh, man. That's why he didn't want to tell you, because it was too... That's it. They only give him ground floor flats now. Yeah. It's like, no, well, we've had complaints yeah. before oh, about don't you send John rubbing help. yourself wait. against the banister. Now, wait, don't send John to number 43 Brunswick, because uh, uh, they've got a massive staircase there. He'll go off in his pants. He'll go off in his overalls. Oh, his blue overalls will be all stiff and scratchy. I think I recognised him. He was the guy that turned up with that girl who was retrieving her iPhone. Oh, he was probably Moonlight. He'd been there her. before. He went, hang yeah. on. Hang on, I know this guy. Yeah. He's a porn guy. He's the porn stair guy. He's a porn stairs man. He's, He's going to have a go. I can't. He's entrapping you by pretending to find your iPhone. That's it. I'm coming with. He wants you to do donkey work. Oh, yeah. That is funky. Why, that's, that's funky as a Sprout sandwich. With a pickle. So, Parity Smackdown, this... Spraff is about office parties. Now you were set with a challenge, weren't you, Eli? Yes, I was. Your challenge, and Ad has already picked up on this, but uh, was to be more upbeat and joyous. I've got and it written joyous. down. Joyous, yeah, you wrote joyous down. Um, are you still writing your poem now? No, I'm just transcribing it, my son. I will prepare. It's me up first, anyway, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's you. Um, so yeah, this is my poem about office parties. Can you stop writing and pay attention, please. <laughs> okay. That time of year is here again. To drink beer and to cheer and to all pretend that Craig from Accounts is an actual friend. It's the annual office party. You sink jars at the bar with the usual bores. Taking banter too far is just par for the course. And you won't have had fun till you're down on all fours. It's the annual office party. And your boss will just gloss over things you do wrong. Because he won't give a toss or get cross for too long. Till you corner his daughter and slip her the tongue. It's the annual office party. But if you dare to be there slightly late the next day, last night's caring and sharing will soon fade away, and you'll sober right up when sent home with no pay. The party's over. Your boss is a dick again. Until next year. Well, yeah, I liked it. It was good, but you, uh, you do. What? It's a bit McGoffey. That's not a diss, that's a compliment. Okay, take it as, take it as a compliment. I will. Okay, good. What are you going to come up with? Something pseudo-joyous, but ultimately bleak, I'm guessing. No. All right, let's have it. Well, it's uh, it's been tough to come up with something just this upbeat and joyous. Okay. It's in two parts. Part one, I think, explains and just lays the groundwork, which part two can inhabit and just uh, and uh, make sense in. So, okay. office Christmas party, part one. The Ooligan Flan steps away from the cold with all his little finsters in a wet little row. Oopsie de Grawnaway. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Part two. It's that time again. Get ready for us to shine again. 
I'm creaming to eat too much lime again. I'm moistening because it's Offie's Christmas party time again. Off this crimbo party time, I've got puke in my hair. Off this crimbo party, I think Ken Dodd was there. Off this crimbo party, I wish I didn't know you. There's shit in the tunnel, rusty nail through my nail toe, bleeding. <laughs> Thank you, Eli. Thank you. That's essentially an office Christmas meltdown, isn't it? Yes. You've just lost it on paper. Um, Can you explain... Um, Part one for me, please, Eli. Well, the Ulagum Flan, he steps away from the cold. Yes. So he's coming indoors. He's coming into your house. Right. Like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, upbeat, Eli. A well, nightmare. Well, like a... How like, is that an upbeat poem? Like you a end... Wh- how do you end it? Would you just like to reread the ending for us? I wish I didn't know you. There's shit in the tunnel. Rusty nail through my nail. Toe bleeding. Yes, yes. And again... The darkness descended again, didn't it? Well, I think it's more of an educational thing. I'm, I'm a. Who are you educating there? People who who have a bit too much, maybe at the office Christmas party, and end up uh, injuring their feet. What are we going to do the next poetry smackdown? It's a new year. It's a new year. Twenty ten. That sounds future, doesn't it? Let's talk about that. Let's let's do about that. What the future? What may you bring? envisaged as a child would be going on in twenty ten. Okay, that's that's, that's a, good. I like that. There's a lot of scope there, isn't there? My work is this crackass is totally banging. Oh, crikey. That's it for episode 10 of Sprafcast. Thanks a lot for listening. Sprafcast 11 in the new year. We'll have Poetry Smackdown on our, uh, our visions of what would happen in 2010 when we were children. We will also have... Uh, Adam will hopefully accept our invitation to come in and be Papa Filter to uh, try and inject a bit of positivity into the Spraff. Eli's going to be in the States. You're going to be in Florida yes, for Christmas. Do... I'm going to be in Egypt. We're both going to be somewhere sunny. Maybe we should uh, we should have a little section where we talk about... Uh, holidays. Holidays. Holiday. That's uh, upbeat. That's holiday. not windy. Yeah, Adam. Um, also, just a, a quick heads up. Me and Eli are going to be doing a, a panel show at the Comedia in Brighton on the 18th of February. However, until then, there's another spraff. And there's a whole Christmas and New Year to get through. So enjoy yourselves, have fun, and we will see you the other side of 2009. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.